when we are manifesting strictly from a place of desiring something, we're essentially saying that our desire, what we desire, is removed from us. And we energetically remove it from ourselves. And we do this in a multitude of different ways. The first way is by energetically putting our desire on a pedestal. We say that our desire is greater than us and that it is the only option. It is the only thing that we want. And we create this obsessive energy towards it and this attachment to it. We get so wrapped up in the fact that that is what we want. That is our goal. That is our desire. That is our dream. And we remove it from ourselves. And we say that our desire is more important than we are. And our desire is more important than anything else out there, than any other option. And we tell ourselves and the universe energetically that we will not be happy until we achieve that goal, that we ha- until we have that desire. Whether it's money, whether it's a career, whether it's, uh, and, and especially when it comes to a specific person. I've seen it happen with clients, with, with friends of mine, um, where they will come to me sometimes and especially because I am a tarot reader I've, I've spoken about that multiple times on the podcast I am a tarot reader and I used to read not only for professional websites but also for a local shop and I also take private clients um, and I have noticed sometimes when it comes to my clients who are coming for relationship readings, love readings, twin flame readings. And, and before I, before I delve in to the rest of this, I do want to say, I do want to, I do want to take a little pause and say that I do enjoy doing love readings. They are some of my favorite readings. Um, and I also enjoy doing twin flame readings because I am, well, I'm not as involved in it as I used to be. I'm not putting this relationship, this this journey on a pedestal anymore. Um, <laughs> but I I do believe in twin flames, and I do believe in soulmates, and I do and I do believe in the difference between twin flames, soulmates, karmic partners, um, karmic soulmates, karmic twins, um, and relationships that are not spiritually connected at all. <laughs> I do believe in, in these different things. Um, and I love doing these readings for people. But there have been times where these readings have taken up a lot of energy. And I have felt drained after these readings. Not because I was upset by these readings. Not because I was upset by these results. Not because I was going into the readings with any kind of um, attachment to an outcome or obsession with an outcome, but because there have been times where I have experienced clients coming to me that are wanting that person that they're asking me about to be 
the the one to be their twin flame to be their one and only true love to um to know if they're going to meet their twin flame to wonder if their twin flame is already in their lives and if they will be in union with that person and they'll come in and whether they sense it within themselves or not um with me being an empath I'll pick up on that energy that says that's coming off of them subconsciously that says I am obsessed with this outcome and I want this person to be my twin flame and I want them to be my one and only true love and I want them to this is the option that I've chosen and this is the only option and and it's gotta work and it's gotta blah 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 and and they're never dissatisfied at the end of the reading but then they'll come back to me later and want another reading or continue to go in this loop with oh but oh but we've got to get back together um especially for the ones who they come to me for a reading after a breakup or they come to me for a reading um about a specific person and it may be a person that they've had a relationship with previously and they're still kind of friends with this person but they're wanting more and they are recognizing that that person is not or Um, I've even had it where I've had people come to me and they're dating someone for all of a month and they're, and they're wondering why that person's ghosting them and, and why that person has very little investment in them now. And it's, and then I have to tell them, I have to, I have to break the news to them and say, Hey babe, you are focusing on this desire and you're focusing on this desire and this desire alone and you're creating this space that says that this is the only person for you and that you will not be happy until you have this relationship and until it works out in your favor and what's happening is is that you're also avoiding the possibility that they might not be the one for you you're also avoiding the possibility that there could be someone better for you out there you're also avoiding the possibility that your relationship with this person if it does work out might be better than what you already have you're also avoiding the possibility that they can change if you give it time and that this relationship with this person will change if you call your energy back to yourself and you stop putting this person on a pedestal and you stop having this needy, obsessive, attached energy towards them. And that even happens with friendships too. I've seen it happen where someone is more invested in the person that they're friends with than they are in their own life. And that winds up creating this negative space where you don't get what you want essentially because one you're avoiding the possibility of something else happening with with the relationship whether it's an ending to the relationship growth within the relationship um or that there is another relationship that might be better for you out there with a with another person and you're also creating this hang on lost my train of thought for a second (laughs) um but they're they're doing doing multiple things they're creating this energy that says that they are avoiding that possibility that something could change within the relationship 
And then they're also creating this energy that says that they will not be happy until they achieve their desired result. And it happens less frequently now, but I've seen it happen with so many people, especially when it comes to relationships. And I see it happen more often when it comes to relationships with other people than than I see it happening with careers and job opportunities and manifesting money. But what happens when we manifest strictly from desire is it drains us. And if we are seeking out help, it will drain that other person who is helping us as well. So in the context of me being a tarot reader, they're not not on purpose, obviously, and, and I don't and I don't hold this against any of my previous clients. I don't hold this against any of my clients at all. I love them. Oh my god. Like I love my clients and I love the work that I've done for them. And I hope that, you know, they they continue to feel that I've done I've done good work for them. But um I notice that when we when we manifest or when we are wanting to manifest strictly from the desire we are creating this space of want and lack and we are creating this space of obsession and attachment and we are avoiding the possibility that something else might be better suited for us someone else out there might be better suited for us something else within the relationship might happen and we're terrified we create this fear around losing that person we create this fear around missing out on this opportunity we create this fear around missing out on this potential and this possibility and we hold on to the potential of that other person instead of saying oh well what if there is another person that would resonate with us better and we close ourselves off to the possibility that there might be another person now before before i i jump into the rest i do want to say this that is not to say that you should have options lined up if you are dating multiple people because that is your that is your mo and you are wanting to explore and you are not ready to commit or settle or whatever do, do whatever you feel is right for you. I'm not going to tell you to stop. I'm not going to judge you. I'm like Planet Fitness. This is a judgment-free zone. Planet Fitness, don't come after me. Um, but, but, you know, it's like I compare myself, I compare myself to PF in that because I, this is a judgment-free zone. But the reason I say that you don't want to treat another person as if you have multiple options even if you you say that hey I am open to the possibility of another person being better being a better match for me especially when you are maybe still in the beginning stages of a relationship with somebody and you are feeling that that pullback of investment you want to not so much just look at the the external 
when it comes to that part. You want to be like, okay, the investment has has stilled. What am I doing that might be causing this still? But you don't want to you don't want to act as though you have all of these other options and go start pursuing other fish in the sea and start that runner chaser dynamic again. Because then that other person is going to be like, oh, well, you have options now. Now I really don't want to invest. Just as much as having too much investment in someone else can repel them, so can having very little investment in them. Um, Because when they're not investing as much as you would like them to, and then you start pulling your investment away completely. Like, I mean, I'm not saying that you shouldn't pull, pull some of your energy back. You should. You should pull some of your energy back and start focusing on yourself. Start focusing on your life and your priorities and your goals. And not, in, not to a way in which you distract yourself, but to where you're not just painting this person out to be the be-all end-all and the source of your happiness that's what I'm that's what I'm saying you don't want to paint that person and that relationship with that person to be the overarching only source of your happiness but you also don't want to say energetically or verbally that you are pulling your energy back so much so to a point that you are completely done with even exploring the relationship further as well. Unless you really feel like it's not going to go anywhere. If you really do both mutually feel like that it's not going anywhere, then you do need to have that conversation and pull back and then be by yourselves for a little bit, recalibrate yourself, re-regulate yourself, and then get back out into the dating world if, if you so choose right? But the reason I am saying all of this is because when we are operating just from the point of desire, we are saying that we will only be happy when we achieve that goal. We will only be happy when that desire has manifested. We will only be happy when we get what it is that we want. When we move into the state of the wish fulfilled, which is what I've been talking about lately in my episodes, when we move into the state of living in the end, living in the wish fulfilled, living in the end result, we're doing a couple of different things. And we can go about it in a couple of different ways. One way that we can go about it is creating this inner intention. Because it's all about our intentions. And I've said that recently. It's all about your intentions and your affirmations and your imagination as well. Being able to naturally imagine that you are living in the end. And it comes to you naturally. You don't have to force it. It just comes to you. It just happens for you. You say that it just happens and it will. 
that's what living in the end essentially is. But I also want to debunk the whole affirmations part. There are going to be teachers out there that you're going to come across that say that you need to loop it, that say that you need to persist, persist, persist. But sometimes what happens with persistence is that it creates resistance because we're persisting after that goal. We're persisting and we're getting aggressive and it starts to drain our energy. We can be consistent. Be consistent in your affirmations. Not necessarily persistent. Be persistent in your energy that says that you are showing up as the best version of yourself to be able to have what it is that you desire. You are showing up every day as that person who already has what it is that they want. Be persistent in that. Be persistent in that energy and show up as that person every single day. Go out and get what you want. Go out and know that what you want is going to come to you, right? Be persistent in that. That is the persistence that you should have. But when you are aggressively persisting in this, in this intention and in this affirmation of, I have it, it's mine, 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 I have it, it's mine. And you're continuing to aggressively persist in that. What's happening is that you're switching back into the desire and you're saying, it's not here yet. And you're checking the 3D and you're seeing that it's not here yet. And you're being like, oh, it's not here yet. But why is it not here yet? And then you're, you're unable to listen when someone says, oh, but just, just continue to affirm that it's going to happen. Just continue to choose the reality that it's already happened. But it hasn't happened yet. But it hasn't happened yet. Why hasn't it happened yet? Why isn't this person calling me? Why don't I have this money? Why isn't this person asking me out? Why isn't the... (laughs) You know? And and when you continue to... (laughs) Something said to say it this way. (laughs) When you continue to cluck like a chicken... (laughs) When you continue to cluck like a chicken over it and you continue to bop, 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 over it. <laughs> oh my God, I'm laughing. I'm laughing so hard. Um, <laughs> because that was just the funniest way of putting it. And and like, as I was doing it, as I was about to say it, I just, I heard it. I heard it as like a, I have a friend who calls it drop thoughts. <laughs> um, I heard it as a drop thought. Say it like this. It's going to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> but when you continue to cluck like a chicken over it, basically, you and you continue to, to look at the 3D for proof. You continue to check your bank account incessantly. You continue to check your text messages and your phone calls to see if they're going to call. You continue to whip out your phone from your back pocket or your front pocket or your purse or whatever, and you're looking for that person to send you a message on Messenger, send you a snap on Snapchat, send you a message on Instagram, send you a text message to your phone directly, call you. And you're looking for that and looking for that and looking for that and looking for that and looking for the proof of it happening instead of saying, I've already got it. It's already going to happen. It's done. Blah, blah. And moving on and letting go (laughs) 
essentially, when you're grasping onto it, you're moving back into that state of, I don't have it, I desire it, I don't have it, I lack it, I don't have it, I want it, I want it, I want it, I'm not going to be happy until I get it, I want it, I need to have it, I want it, I need to have it, instead of saying, I want it, I got it. Being like Ariana Grande in Seven Rings, I want it, I got it, I want it, I got it, right? (laughs) Um, But... Another thing that happens when you move into the state of the wish fulfilled and into the intention, there there are several things that happen. First, there's inner, inner intention, which is pretty much in its basic form being like, okay, this is my goal. This is where I'm at. This is my point A. How do I get to my point B, which is my goal? Here's where I am right now in relation to my goal. What steps do I need to take to be able to get there? And you can take that action. If you you know that you want a new job, you can go out and go on the the website for um, the job that you know that you want. If you desire to have a job at a specific place, then you can go on their website or do a Google search to see if they're hiring and click on the the, uh, job application on wherever it's going to take you, whether it's that website or if it's going to take you to LinkedIn or Indeed or Glassdoor or whatever, and apply for that job. If you know that you desire a specific job position, you can put in a Google search for for acquisitions for that job and then find jobs that line up for the, the career that you want and then start applying for those jobs and sit back and wait until you you get an interview and and until you hear back and you can also say to yourself that say for example you continue to apply at Barnes and Noble Barnes and Noble Barnes and Noble Barnes and Noble you know that that's where you want to work and I'm using this as an example because this was me at one point I I wanted to work at Barnes and Noble for for years upon years upon years upon years and um I was so close to getting a Barnes and Noble job, but then I wound up not getting it because my circumstances changed. Um, So I was so close to getting a Barnes and Noble job, but my circumstances wound up changing and I wound up not getting the job. I actually almost had the job. They were going to hire me and they were going to send me the paperwork to fill out to start working on the weekends. But I had to turn it down because my circumstances changed. But I persisted and I kept putting in job applications whenever I could. And I was so close to getting the job and then I still wound up not getting it. And I wound up getting another job. I wound up getting a better job. I wound up doing other things and I wound up having other jobs that were a better match for me and I wound up going on my own path and and doing other things that wound up being in more alignment and wound up being better suited and wound up being better opportunities but when I had to give up on that opportunity I said you know what it's because there are other things that are going to be happening in my life that are more in alignment with other goals that I have And looking back, 
I didn't know it then, but I made this subconscious decision to say, it's okay that I'm not going to have this job, even though it's a job that I really, really want. (laughs) It's okay that I'm not going to have it because there are other things in my life that I do have that I am working towards, other goals that I have that I am going to be able to work towards because I won't have this job. And show enough, <laughs> show enough. That's what happened. <laughs> but, um, and, but that's that's another part. And then you move into, you know, you, you have that inner intention, and you do the work that gets you from point A to point B. But you can also move into what's called outer intention. And outer intention is a little bit more of a deep dive. And that is the real part of living in the end of the wish fulfilled. Where you are saying, I don't have to take action. And the action that I do take is very minimal. And I do something, it's done, and then I just wait for the result. Such as... If you know that you want to be a YouTube creator, you go on YouTube, you create a video, you say my videos are going viral, you create daily videos or twice weekly videos, you have your upload schedule, you know what you're going to do, you know what you're going to say, you do it, it's done, your videos are going viral, you're getting views, etc., etc. And you're taking the action towards it, but you're not taking that action incessantly. You have a plan. You, you're, you're, following, you're following the outer action with the inner action. You're following the outer intention with the inner intention. You, you started with the inner intention that said, all right, this is my goal. This is where I'm at. This is what I'm going to do to get there. And then, boom, it's done. You, you said, I want to be a YouTube creator. I'm going to create YouTube videos. And then I'm going to let it happen. But then you move into the outer intention that says, I've created the video, the video's done, the video's gone viral, Um, I'm getting views, I'm getting subscribers, it's done. And I'm making money off of YouTube content. It's done. But what also happens with that that, that inner and outer intention and what helps to manifest and accelerate your manifestation faster is also accepting the fact that you might fail accepting the fact that you might fail or that you might meet defeat or that there might be a couple of videos that wind up going viral or a couple of episodes of a podcast that you're doing that get more listeners or views or whatever than some of your other ones and the the ones that you might even be proud of don't get any listens at all versus the ones that you might have been somewhat proud of that get a lot of listens, that get a lot of views, that get a lot of viralism. And you say, you know what? I accept the fact that there are going to be episodes that don't go viral. I accept the fact that there are going to be ways in which I maybe don't make money from, from doing what I'm doing. I accept that there is another reality in where I might fail at this. And I don't avoid that. I don't avoid that truth. I don't avoid the possibility that I could be doing something better than what I'm doing now. 
I don't avoid the possibility that there could be someone better suited for me in a relationship aspect than the person that I desire. I don't avoid the fact that if I am wanting to attract $1,000 a day, I might only make $500 in a day. I might only make $500 in a week as opposed to making $1,000 in a week. That's fine too. And you say that you'll be happy even with that. But then you also reiterate it back and you say, I accept and I don't avoid that there may be another possibility, but I choose the reality. I choose the variant of reality in which my desire has been met. And then you just go about your day. You just go about doing it and you just go about enjoying your day and enjoying your life and doing the things that you know you need to do, such as catching up on laundry or cooking or cleaning or, or studying for a test or whatever it is that you're doing actively. You just do it or you don't do anything active at all. You maybe just take a little break and you, and you read a book and, or you, or you affirm it for yourself right before you go to bed and then you affirm it right when you wake up in the morning and then you just go about your day and, or you go about going to sleep. (laughs) You know, you, you say to yourself that you don't avoid the possibilities of other things, but you choose to affirm that your desires have already turned into actualized manifestations. Because when you're just going from the desire alone, you avoid the possibility that there is something else. You avoid the possibility of failure. You avoid the possibility of something better coming along. You avoid the possibility of a different life. You avoid the possibility of even manifesting what it is that you want because you were so focused on that end goal, on that end result, on that only option. And you create avoidance, resistance, and excess potential all at once. And what happens is, is that you're pretty much creating a double mind. You're pretty much creating a double mindset where you know what it is that you want, but you're actually unable to attain it because of the fact that you are still within this belief system that it can't be yours. You are subconsciously in that belief system even if you are affirming that it's already done. You could be affirming that it's already done on one spectrum. But then on the other spectrum, your inner state, your conceptualization of your outer reality, the, the way in which you conceptualize your relationship with your specific person, the way in which you conceptualize your relationship towards money, the way in which you conceptualize your relationship towards achieving your career goals, the way in which you conceptualize your realizations of your creative potential turning into creative power and people reading your stories, people watching your YouTube videos, people listening to your music, people doing whatever it is that pe- people investing in you and what you have put out into the world that is adding value. People seeing your value. It comes down to not only your self-concept about yourself and and the way in which you speak to yourself, but also the way in which you speak energetically, mentally, with the world around you. 
Because if you are affirming on one hand, I'm making $1,000 a day, money comes to me every single day, money flows to me in increasing quantities through multiple sources on a continuous basis. It is my right to be rich, happy, and successful. But your conceptualization of that is, is still rooted in that fear that I will never have money. I will constantly be broke. I'm checking my bank account and I'm not seeing the money. I'm checking my PayPal account and I'm not seeing money coming in. I'm checking my website where I have my, uh, my courses and my tarot readings and my things available to people and people aren't buying. Why aren't people buying? Why, why is this person that I am like so deeply in love with? Why are they not calling me? Why are they not texting me? Why are they not asking me out? Why are they not coming over? Why they don't, why don't they want to talk to me? Why don't they want to see me? Whatever the, whatever the resistance that you are creating by looking at your 3d reality for proof and whatever avoidance you are also creating that is pretty much creating a double mind and creating this dichotomy between you and actually manifesting what it is that you want because you are more focused on that desire in and of itself than you are on the fact that it is already done. So, to, to sum up, when you're focused too heavily on the desire, you are subtracting yourself from that desire and saying that you and that desire are not in league. But when you really want to live in the end of the wish fulfilled and you want to live in that fulfillment mindset, you are able to switch into the perspective of affirming that it's already done, but also accepting the potential and the possibility that there could be something different, that the end result might be different that the outcome might be better, that the outcome might result in failure before you reach success. And so, go forth with this knowledge, not to discriminate against yourself, not to start browbeating yourself for the ways in which you've been going about things, but to really hone in on your conceptions of your reality and to really hone in on how you really, really, truly want to feel about your manifestations and what you can do instead of what you're doing that maybe isn't working for you, especially if you're doing something that isn't working for you, What can you do instead? What can you start believing instead? How can you start feeling instead? I love you. I hope that this episode gave you a little bit more clarity into the idea of manifesting from the desire and living in the end of the wish fulfilled. I affirm for you now because I am a miracle manifester and I am a boss ass bitch. (laughs) I affirm for you now 
that your desires are manifested, that everything you want is already here for you now, that you accept the possibility of something greater happening, that you also accept defeat and failure, because you know that defeat and failure does not mean that you are a failure. It just means that you need to reroute, recourse, and that something better is on its way. And even with that being said, you choose to align with the reality. You choose to align with the option that what you desire is already yours. You know that you could fail, but you align with the idea that you won't. I love you, and I can't wait to see you in the next episode. Bye!